Yes, people, we are here in the living room picking up the Brandtrepreneur podcast. Um, this is, I think this is technically the ninth episode of the podcast, but we're doing something a little bit different now. We're jumping into a series called The Grind, and Nish, my man over here to the left, who's hopefully going to help keep me and Phil on track when we go off track and talk about stuff. And then, of course, Phil. And I'm sketchy. Woo! So let's, let's jump straight into what we're doing, what is the grind, help me explain it to the people. What is the grind? Why are we doing it? The grind's the hustle, man. The grind is it. It's what happens. Yeah. It's where things happen. Well, I think here. We, we spent the last nine episodes looking at other people's brand stories and obviously getting the insight from those guys and understanding what they've been through. And you know what? We're going through it right now on our new business. And we thought, what better way to show that than actually try and document some of what we're going through, some of the learnings, go through some of the experiences, you know, and also, you know, in a way, have a bit of open therapy where we can talk about what's happening and also give back to other people that might be going through something similar. Yeah. I mean, we were doing all of those brand stories, and I think in the background outside of those filmings and outside of everything that we were recording, we were all kind of talking about, well, there's this other thing that we're doing that is happening, and maybe we need to be capturing that, and... I guess this is it, right? Well, I think with Brandpreneur, essentially, like when we came up with it, it was just about building brands. We didn't know who it was for, what it was. It just kind of summarized the thing that we'd had been feeling that was not just about entrepreneurship and making money. It was more about building something with purpose. And I think over the last six months, we've been developing our new business since leaving our agency. And we've not quite been there ready yet to start talking about it openly, but that time's happening. But also from the idea phase into the actually making it happen, which is right now, there's a shitload of stuff going on. And every week there's <laughs> something new that I think is worth talking about. And I think for me, really, um, when we've started previous businesses or I've worked on other projects, not having a blueprint to follow has been a big gap for me. It's like, if I could see someone else fucking doing this shit and seeing what it really takes, not just the shiny bit, then there's a lot of value to be extracted from that. And I think we can bring that to the table with process we're going through now yeah i think that's a great word the blueprint like the grind is really just like trying to give a bit of a blueprint like every single business is different i think yeah. we've worked on multiple business from an agency point of view we've probably started 10 brands we failed a few quite a few times and the ones that have worked we've learned something from all of them but trying to put those learnings into words or you know you can't do it unless it's real time because you're feeling it at that moment it's quite hard to go backwards and go do you remember that time that we did that and there's sometimes we talk about some of the stories that yeah for and sure. we'll probably go back to some of those stories during this the grind but actually having the stories every week of what we are doing what we've learned the people we're meeting and kind of the things we're learning as we go is going to be really interesting if like we were to write based on our experience if we were to write a, the ultimate guide to starting up it would consist of a lot of episodes around loads of different points of starting a business, whether that's the money side, the branding side. I think what we can do here is pull that together through a, a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. And we're going to do it journey. really, I mean, just we're going to go back to nitty gritty. Like we're talking about validating a problem, like trying to write a keynote, doing a pitch to our first investor. Like we're going to go through every single process that it takes to, I think, build a brand. Because I think when you see on the shiny surface, you can go like, cool, you got there. You know, you see most brands once they're finished. There's not many, you know, you see, you see a Patagonia once it's done and you're wearing it. You don't see the 1964 guy building his climbing gear, which is what the story yeah, is. Sure. So I think it'd be really interesting to have captured some of that with this business. So 
that's it. That's essentially what it is. So if we were to bury a box and come back to it in like 12 months time, hopefully that box will be full of all the secrets and things that you needed to know. Just saying. This brilliant little treasure trove of Treasure trove. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, like, are you... So, are we cool to talk about what the business is? Yeah, I, I think we can... Yeah. I think go for it. Let's fucking I, I talk about it. Yeah. This is it. This is <laughs> happening. Let's, let's yeah. just, just... Wherever we want to go, let's just go and see... see see where it gets. I think just starting with the podcast itself though, being able to have like a forum where a bit of therapy, like you said, we can talk about stuff. What is the grind? I think we've been on like a journey. So for those that don't know, we sold our agency business 12, 18. I don't even know how long ago it was now. It's been a, it's been a bit of a journey since, but you know, we've, we've worked on various businesses. We've built stuff, we've sold stuff. And I think for, for me personally, and I'm sure you kind of feel the same Phil, when you're, working as a slave to a business or trying to generate money, you can quite often detach yourself from your purpose. And part of selling the business for me was about refinding who I am and what my purpose is and where we've got to now with our new business, which we will go into is, is about reconnecting with my purpose. And I've heard this a lot on podcasts and videos, people saying, do what you love. And, and I've always thought, do you know what? In many respects is bullshit. But actually, there's a there's a hidden sentiment in that. Whereas if you're working on something that you're interested in, you're more likely to keep going. And I think it's not always easy to find, make a job out of what you love. Like, that's very difficult. And I think people shouldn't get disillusioned by how much of a challenge that is. But the theory is if you know, you're working on something that you're passionate about or you want to impact, then you're more likely to do the long term. And just for a point, when we started our first agency, Big... We, we had this, we wanted to work with Grime, we had the website GRM Daily, we were building that as like kind of a, a commercial vehicle content branding and we had like a real nice sweet spot within youth culture which we were both really interested in but as the pressures come to grow that agency and sustain it with staff, it became very difficult because we had to start taking on work that was completely different to what we really wanted to do and then, you know, we went down this horrible track, <laughs> ended up hiring 10 staff and one Christmas, I think like, you were in Thailand and I called you up and we were like, 
fuck this. Yeah. Oh, that was a lesson to learn how to say no. Not everything you should say yes to. Do you know what I mean? I think we get to a yeah, point absolutely. where we said yes to everything. So I think just those lessons that we can look back on now, we're trying to implement in this new, the new business. I hope, I hope we say no when opportunities come up sometimes that aren't right to grow the business because not every opportunity is right. I think maybe it came down from as well, the naivety of starting a business and having like a kind of an asset that you could work with, not having things like a purpose document where you and I could actually refer to is like, what work do we or don't we take on? I mean, we're talking about an agency business here, which is not the most sexiest business model in the world. And I think not having that kind of compass at the beginning, if you like, is probably what made us go into that. I mean, it's first so, business we'd started, you know? So do you feel like you need to disconnect your own individual purpose against your business purpose? Not disconnect it. I think no, if anything, you need to connect same, it. Right? I think if it has you, to be in if you, yeah, the, the people that I've, you know, I feel have do the best are the people whose businesses are, are driven by their own purpose or ambition to change something or a problem that they've foreseen themselves that they've gone, I need to solve this. I think they're always the best businesses. And I think for me and Matt, it was really hard because we knew that we didn't want to, because it's hard. You know, building anything is hard. And I think part of the start of grind for me is to, to showcase how fucking hard it is. And also to for make people to understand that there is it is inspirational to start it, but at the same time, there's going to be lots of tough questions you ask yourself. And I think for the part for the past six months, asking me ourselves the question of what do you want to challenge yourself with? What per, what 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 problem do you really want to solve? Was a really hard, I mean, it's really tough really hard. I mean, you've been there with us, like yeah. you know, we've been, we've we've gone to restart off in reviews and ratings, <laughs> where we were like, do we build TripAdvisor for products because we care about it? like we love consumer products. We're tech guys who just you know we've grown up in that generation with technology, and that wasn't enough. You know, we we, we looked at it for three months. We spent three months going down a rabbit hole, just talking yeah, a little bit about the journey. Like yeah, that's it. And I think even if we go back in time to what we were doing with the agency when we started our first agency. We were all about youth culture and kind of urban culture and music. And, you know, that's where we were passionate about at the time. That's what we wanted to develop because we were submersed in that. And we did a lot of stuff in it. And then as we veered off the motorway, if you like, went down one of the side roads trying to take a shortcut, it didn't work. And we ended up doing some random shit. Anyway, fast forward. Then we, we brought ourselves back to where we wanted to be, which was we're still passionate about urban culture. It was a very undeveloped scene in terms of music. We were music people. Yeah. And then we set up a record label, brought ourselves back to that route and went, do you know what? Let's build, it wasn't really a record label, it was meant to be a media label. We wanted to go to YouTube and all this other stuff. That's another story. But we had that grounding again. And when we set up Disrupt, the branding of Disrupt, which was the name, was about challenging the status quo of what was currently existed and challenging the possibilities because within Urban at that time, it wasn't, it wasn't being recognized, right? This was it how long ago? This was about seven years ago, right? Probably yeah, 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 ish. Yeah, ish seven years ago. So he wasn't nowhere near where Grime is now in terms of storms we do in main stage at Glastonbury. We're talking about everything was banned. You couldn't get a gig. Yeah, you, you couldn't get a gig, gig in London. When yeah. we started the Rated Awards, which for people that know, it's kind of like there was like, no commercial deals being done with artists. Yeah. There was not the reach of Instagram. There wasn't these platforms that were helping to propel and grow the following of these things. And we were just there really to help build an infrastructure. And that started with a label signing my favorite artist Gets and had an amazingly incredible project and really, really proud of the work we've done with him on that. And, you know, we wanted to expand that out to a few other artists, but at that time as well, music, very difficult business to, to run. Streaming hadn't kicked in then. So we, we had our backs against the wall trying to build a business around it. So we turned it back into a kind of more focused agency and then grew a, grew a really successful agency 
out of urban, uh, urban yeah. culture, but into more kind of cultural based stuff yeah. as an agency, which. But also helping creators, influencers, people that yeah. were content makers that we you know, looked up to, we were lucky enough to work with, helping to fund some of their careers with, the, with, ta you know, with talent deals at the time when brands were starting to get involved in that. Obviously influencer marketing now, we didn't even call it influencer marketing when we were doing it. It wasn't even a, even a word, you know, but now that's one of the biggest channels of, of, of marketing there is. And I guess we were kind of early adopters of that theory. Um, especially on a more social level because the social stars came out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. But I guess we had, a, like I said, it goes back to that one thing where we said we had a real purpose. Like yeah. I felt that we were on a mission. Like definitely things for me, like with the Rated Awards, it was like we had to do it. There was no question that it didn't have to happen. And people told us it would never happen. People told us it wasn't going to happen. The police tried to stop it. And between, you know, us, GRM, Posty, Lauren, it, 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 it changed and it challenged and challenge culture you know we did something that no one else had ever done so i think that was a really big thing for us because uh, as you kind of as you start getting old and you start to kind of tick off things in your boxes your ambitions the ambition for me and matt and colin who's a you know, business partner in a new business had to be big enough to fulfill our own desires yeah you and know and that's that's hard when you ask yourself the question yeah, what the fuck it. do you want to do that's going to make this world a better place and, and you grow you i think people don't realize like even in a relationship like you grow you go through phases you go through stages you shed you shed your skin you grow new skin you know and i think you know what we did with the rated awards and things like that that's going on now to live its own life like we're proud of that involvement we've had and now just for me on a on a personal level i spent a year battling with the fucking purpose like I was a massive fan of grime music and what had helped that grow. And, and it's grown now. And it's like, I've grown out of that skin. Matt, Matt was designing my spaces for Tiny Temper when he was like 19. Yeah. Like Just so that you have to understand the level of like... In the bedroom. Matt's what... Are you I made the hood look good. Yeah. That was, that was the tagline. <laughs> it was actually... When that I was the tagline. That was his tagline. It was this white guy from Salisbury like designing everyone's MySpace. That's and like, so hilarious. I, I, you know, I came from urban music. And mixtape artwork. Yeah. I came from urban music as like a promoter and artist. So like to see this guy when I met Matt, it was hilarious. But he was the biggest fan of grime. Like I didn't know about grime until I met Matt. And we started running a night together and show me this amazing genre of music that you know like i said we're, we're really exciting, proud of like yeah. being able to see that now on a massive stage and like i said if you can have that impact and two people that have helped you know in a certain le level to build an infrastructure and help the scene like what can we do that's even bigger than that for a certain amount of there's bigger problems in the world right now than just grime music we're living in a world where there are some massive environmental issues there's massive political issues like what is the thing that we want to take on as two people that or a group of people, a community of people that might have an impact. So what is that then? Going to change the world, Nish. In yes. all honesty, we <laughs> want to yeah. have it. No, honestly, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's a real thing of like, we, we're going to start a business. It had to make a dent somewhere. Like it had to go, what problem do we want to tackle? We looked at quite a few problems. And I think one of the things that I've been into for the last few years, obviously looking at, um, What's Neil deGrasse Tyson's one that we started looking at the universe one? Me and Matt get into the universe. Yeah, we go a bit deep in this universe. The cosmos, stuff. my friend. The cosmos. And obviously we're looking at the planetary problems. And I, I think, you know, looking at someone like Elon Musk who's saying like we, we don't have X amount of time left on this earth because of wh what we're doing to it and, and the problems with the planet. That, that was something that really kind of affected me. And then I started looking at brands like Patagonia and looking at brands that are actually trying to have a bigger purpose within the world than just for profit. What we've seen through running a marketing agency and working with brands that have a root in culture or a root 
and purpose and why. And we term the marketing with attitude because that's what we believe it is. It's being able to have the audacity to take something on and push something forward is what can fundamentally shift your brand and connect with your customers. And by helping loads of other brands work on that for them, we were like, actually, no, it's time for us to do that for our own brand. And again, before just jumping into what it actually is, like that purpose thing for me is about finding that. And when we sat down and we started doing the Brandpreneur podcast, we come up with this term, redesign the universe. It's like, that's the level of thinking that I want to be on. And I want to impact something bigger. I can't just be talking about music or just be talking about one thing. It's like, how do we really shift and impact the universe? And that for me is now aligning my purpose to going into this. And when we're talking about something like global e-waste, like 50 million tons a year of e-waste that is counted for, not to mention what's unaccounted for, it's, that seems to be like a problem that if we can bring that down to everyday level if we can impact something like that that's a fucking tasty thing to start tackling yeah. and we we've been part of the issue like we have to be honest about it as well like we we buy a lot of tech Absolutely. you know we resell a lot of tech we've we, i've sat on tech i've got loads of ipads just sat at home that i'm not even using do you know what i mean i don't know how to recycle i'm not recycling them properly i'm not even fig figuring it out so i feel like it's something that as as i've got older and i've gone on this journey i've started to look at is this a problem that we, we can actually tackle now? Because this is the time that we have to do it. You know, if we don't, if we do it in 10 years, it's going to be too late. Yeah, and what's interesting for me is like, aside from music, one of my biggest passions is technology and stuff. Like I've bought probably everything Apple for the last 15 years. I've bought loads of shit. I've got cameras, I've got gear. And it's like, actually, that's something that I'm immensely passionate about. I spent hours watching fucking unbox videos and had the privilege of working with some of these guys with the agency. And it's, actually feels like a narrative to my life personally if we can come into a space that's around technology it's aligning that passion thing again and if we can solve a bigger problem like e-waste which is what our business hopes to do and impact in the long term then that's something that's really interesting and is going to motivate me so mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's current state. What is the business? Because I know when I met you guys, like yeah. that was always really consistent. And obviously 
yeah. it's gone off into reviews and all yeah. which is like and I was and and seeing and witnessing that journey of that that common purpose that you both have and it funnels into so many different ideas and um, business ideas etc it's now morphed into something right now yeah. which feels a lot more exciting yeah what is it so we're doing a tech subscription service for consumer products so instead of buying all your technology which is you know which everyone has phones headphones laptops cameras you'll be able to rent them easily for on a subscription model for a month for 12 months and and then you can recycle your old kit with us as well to have credit towards your your rentals so instead of buying stuff it's access over ownership the way the way i talk about it yeah. to people um very good description of what it is is i just look at it and go the amount the acceleration of tech is ridiculous. We have a new fucking iPhone every year, which is now worth more than a laptop, right? That's outrageous. The acceleration of tech is fucking killing the planet, for one thing. But I didn't actually really look at the planet thing first. But the way that we consume these products, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to spend all this money on this stuff and then get rid of it a year later or upgrade it. And now that may be happening with phones it's happening with laptops like these companies are expecting us to do this and it's fucking expensive although like, they're only making it for 18 months so you know it's gonna yes yeah. who's yeah. got money like if you if you're a young person now right in in 2019 and you want to you know put it be an influencer or a creator because that that's fucking exciting businesses you don't have to go and work for a company anymore you need to get a laptop you if need you, to get if a you're camera. running a startup you need a you need a kit yeah you need, you need kit that shit is expensive mm. so what we're trying to do is tackle that is like we don't believe we need to own tech like we don't need to own stuff like cars are changing into the lease model that's been happening for a long time people aren't buying houses and i believe in the future that we will not buy stuff and we'll just rent everything like for me i use Zipcar all the time and it's brilliant that's what i've that's the way i want to look at the tech and i think you know it's not happening right now into the state we want it to be but over the next five ten years we're going to see this all fundamentally shift and we want to be at the forefront of that because we believe of its benefits one to get people into the system to be able to create and build businesses and do the great things of the future because they need access to this kit but also help sustain the planet so when that stuff's done it can get recycled and give to somebody else that they want to use and it's like that whole circular thing becomes a really interesting thing that we can address with this and when you look back at everything you've done prior, so when you talk about the things of like the disrupt time and all all these, like what a wicked opportunity now for us to almost nail it and get it all on camera and almost kind of yeah. like go through the stages week by week of all of the conversations we're having, all the conversations you guys, like all of the ups and downs you guys are going through. Like that, that's it. We know that I think we've never done this before. Like I don't want to, I don't want people like we've run businesses and we built stuff, but we've never gone and raise money for our own business we've never built our own product from the ground up so i think this is a really like we, we're not doing this as like seasoned seasoned investors or entrepreneurs we're not we're doing this from guys starting back in a coffee shop yeah. we don't have an office we don't have staff role you have colin me you nish yeah. and well, we didn't even have an xlr cable we didn't even <laughs> we have an xlr cable so i just want people to understand as well it's not just like we're we're going to be very raw we're going to be very uncut and I think we'll be, I'm going to be, especially me, I think we all will be very honest about 
the, the ups and downs. It's already fucking hard. <laughs> the ups and downs of what we're going through. And we know that it's going to be a fucking incredible journey. And, and like I said, whether it works or whether it doesn't work, I don't know. I don't know what the end result. There's no planning. There's no book written. This is Game of Thrones style. We're just making shit up. We've already <laughs> changed yeah. the idea four times. We're on our second branding and naming wave. So, you know, we're going into this now. We've got fucking pitch decks to design. We've got business modeling to do. We need to raise money for it. And we're, you know... Do we need to raise money? Are we MVP in it first? There's loads of things that we've kind of learned or understand as startups and businesses that we need to put into practice for ourselves. So, And also, I think this will become a platform where we can get feedback. So um, for me, it's like a platform where people that are watching this might be able to give us you feedback. You can help us mold yeah. this thing. Feedback on the Join name, on the, journey. the branding, you know, how the product works. Like, if more than anything, I realize that consumers have such a direct impact on brand right now, whether that's your community, whether that's your products, and this is an example, I think, an opportunity for us to be able to learn from the people that might be watching this when we talk about what we're doing, yeah. as we talk about what we're going through. And I think we'll be quite open with putting up decks and structures and everything on Brandtrepreneur as well. So you'll be able to, to learn from it, but as well feedback. And, you know, hopefully other people can start businesses off the back of some of the stuff that we've come up with or some of maybe the, the frameworks that we're building for ourselves because we're making shit up as we go. So any creators out there, if you're watching this, which I hope you are at some point, not in 12 months' time. Well, it's fine if it's 12 months' time, but now is good. Let us know if you want to get involved, if this sounds like an idea that works for you, and if you want to help us shape that. Especially you fucking unboxer guys that have all the tech in the world coming into their lap early. We need to talk. Yeah. Hit the link below. If there's a link. So I think that's that's that's, that's episode one, guys. Start up grind. Let us know what you think. Grind. Let's keep it rolling. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on at Brandtrepreneur, and uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Like the podcast, because these guys didn't do it. I did it first. Have you guys done it yet? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can't have my only review being me and Matty on the podcast. Come on, guys. Like and subscribe (laughs) to that podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next week where we will have. Something else in store. We don't exactly know what it is because we haven't planned it yet, but let's see you there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.